0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to the More Than a Physique podcast, where we discuss ways to ignite all areas of your life surrounding health, fitness, and becoming mentally elite. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, strength and conditioning specialist at The Natty Hour, and welcome everybody to episode 59. In this week's episode, I want to talk to you all about how you can speed up your fat loss results. Often, the best way to actually speed up your results is to simply stop focusing on it but before we can do that it is important to ensure that you actually understand what it means to be in a fat loss phase we want to be sure that you are actually in a fat loss phase so be sure to go back listen to episode 22 where we discuss four steps to fat loss in detail but for the context of this week's episode let's just quickly summarize those steps Step number one is where you want to focus on priming your metabolic rate. Since this is the most important step, as well as the most complicated, let's briefly review. We want to take care of our metabolisms before entering a fat loss stage by strategically eating more food over time. Those who are constantly yo-yo dieting are likely to still actually be in a calorie deficit when they aren't actually really dieting without even realizing it. Over time, this really starts to have negative effects on your metabolism, making it more and more difficult to actually lose weight each time you go to diet. So a lot of people, they think you need to consume 1200 calories a day when you're dieting and that they need to consistently be eating this amount of food for an extended period of time. This is not true actually. There's no secret number and everybody is different where the main goal is to focus on eating as many calories as possible when you are dieting versus as little calories as possible. What often happens here is that those who consume this little of food over a period of time start to experience negative metabolic adaptations. This is where your body starts to adapt to the need to consume 1,200 calories just to maintain weight. This means that you would have to consume an even lower amount of food in order to continue the fat loss process where you would have to focus on having maybe around 900 calories a day, maybe 700 calories a day. Can you imagine eating only 900 calories a day to achieve your fat loss goals? I can tell you that in my experience, that is just not sustainable and 99% of people can't adhere to this. And because of that, we get wrapped in our heads that we're a failure when in actuality, you aren't when 99% of people can't sustain that little amount of food, anyways. It's unnecessary suffering, to be honest. So, if you aren't dieting, but plan to in the future maybe for a wedding, a vacation, photo shoot, whatever the reason may be. It's so important to take the time period before dieting just as seriously by priming your metabolic rate. This is where you implement what is known as a reverse diet so you can speed up your metabolism prior to the fat loss stage. Yes, you need to actually eat more food in order to speed up your metabolism. All of those supplements claiming to speed up your metabolism really aren't going to do anything. It's more important to focus on actively eating more food over time. Just like you adapted your body to maintain weight consuming 1,200 calories a day, you can adapt it to maintain weight consuming maybe 1,600, 1,800. What about 2,000? I'm actually closer to 3,000 right now myself, and that's just because I haven't dieted in over five years. Why do we want to do this? Well, over time, it allows you not to suffer as much when you go to diet again. So, for example, me right now consuming closer to 3,000 calories a day been in a reverse diet for the last five years where I've slowly increased my food over time when I go to diet I can eat way more than 1200 calories to achieve my fat loss goals so even for yourself don't get hung up on the numbers but can you imagine if you were able to lose weight eating maybe 1800 calories a day versus the torturous 900 calories a day I mean, it seems like a no-brainer if you really put it into perspective that way. Just remember that this first step, it allows you to have an extended time period for dieting, as well as the ability to just reduce any unnecessary suffering from consuming a dangerously low number of calories. And this is why step number one is so important. Step number two is to actually drive the calorie deficit. So when it comes to selecting a diet, it doesn't really matter as long as you are within a calorie deficit. Whether you're doing keto, veganism, the Atkins diet, flexible dieting, clean eating, all of these things yield the same results because you are in a calorie deficit. For myself, I have found flexible dieting to be the most sustainable approach just for me and all of my clients. But it comes down to what works best for you and your schedule, not what so-and-so is doing and not what the latest fad is. What works for me may not work for you. Regardless of the plan and food choices you make, the only way to actually lose weight is by eating less consistently over time. The time frame varies for each person, so don't get hung up on comparing how quickly your fat loss is going compared to somebody else's. We will get into that here, that's the point of this episode. Just focus on staying consistent with your calorie deficit. And the last two steps here, step number three is adherence and consistency, where step number four is patience. I feel that these last two steps should be pretty self-explanatory at this point so if you are truly implementing these steps for fat loss it's at that point where it's often best to stop obsessing over our fat loss results just to help speed up your fat loss results too often we are so focused and fixated On the rate of fat loss that we trick ourselves into thinking that results aren't occurring fast enough or not at all and we think we have plateaued when in actuality we often aren't practicing step number four in the steps of fat loss which is patience so what can you do to shift your focus I'm actually a big fan of goal setting. So what should this actually look like for you? Firstly, let's define it. So goal setting, it can be characterized as a process whereby progressively challenging our standards of routine are pursued with a defined criteria of tasks that increases the likelihood of perceived success. So focusing on systematic goal setting, it can simultaneously increase psychological development and routine for a number of reasons number one goals direct one's attention by prioritizing efforts Number two, goals increase effort because of the likelihood of the attainment of success. And number three, goals increase positive reinforcement through feedback. Now, you might be confused thinking, well, I am setting goals for myself. I'm setting fat loss goals. And those are actually known as outcome goals. And I actually want you to focus more on process goals. But firstly, what's an outcome goal? Let's define both of these here so we can distinguish them. Outcome goals are goals one has little control over because the only focus is the outcome. If your only goal is to lose X number of pounds, you have to understand that you have little control over that outcome, making it very easy to be disappointed. Excessive emphasis on just the outcome like this can cause such a narrow focus that all other factors that are necessary can often fall by the wayside. This is why obsessing day in and day out of what the scale reads is so ineffective, because it's distracting you from paying attention to other factors that are just as, if not more, important. Whereas a process goal, it actually focuses on the actions necessary that often lead to the indirect results of your outcome goal meaning if you focus on the process of mastering your meal timing drinking enough water each day staying within your caloric ranges getting in your daily activity that these things will indirectly lead you to your outcome goal of achieving fat loss if that doesn't make sense i highly recommend just just hit that rewind button a couple of times so it goes back for a minute and re-listen to that so that way you really understand the difference between these two types of goal setting the success of our process goals depends strictly on the effort you put in Whereas you have little control of the success of your outcome goal. The success of your outcome goals depends on the success of your process goals. This is why I said the best way to speed up your fat loss results is to stop focusing on it. Because let's face it, we can all do a little bit better with our process goals, am I right? How has your water intake been lately? Are you really consuming an adequate amount that you need to each day? How has your protein timing been? Are you really consuming enough during the day? Are you spacing out your protein evenly with each meal? How has your micronutrient and fiber intake been? Are you really consuming the maximum amount of fruits and vegetables that you need in a day? Are you making that effort to select high fibrous choices each day to ensure that you are hitting your targets? How has your adherence been on the weekends? Are you tracking that glass of wine or pretending like it never happened? Are you following through and sticking to the plan on the weekends? Or are you just saying, I'll get started again on Monday? I think you get my point here. We are getting so upset with the slowness of our results and think there's something wrong with us or wrong with our bodies. Versus just taking a step back and actually analyzing our habits and being honest about the results of that analysis. If we focus on cleaning these things up and focus more on becoming a master of the process, you'd probably be surprised to see how much quicker your fat loss results will occur. So now let's just quickly go over some process goals you can look at setting for yourself, assuming your outcome goal is fat loss process goal number one weighing and accurately tracking your food to maximize your fat loss results you have to stop eyeballing and guesstimating i don't care how long you've been tracking your macros no one is ever 100 accurate when it comes to guessing how much something weighs Now remember, you are setting this process goal with the assumption that fat loss is your outcome goal. If you are happy right now with your body composition and you are in a maintenance phase, yeah, you know what, chill out a little bit, guesstimate your macros a little bit more, give yourself some flexibility. But when you have strict fat loss goals in mind, you have to remember that the more accurate you are able to be, the quicker you are going to see the results you were looking for. Think about it, if you search for the macronutrients for a small banana, the carbs might be approximately 20 grams, but you can guarantee you're going to eat a small banana each day. Whereas if you weigh your bananas, the macronutrient change can be quite significant. Maybe one day you grab a 3-ounce banana that amounts to 19 grams of carbohydrates, which is 76 calories, whereas the next day maybe you grab an 8-ounce banana where the macronutrients are 52 grams of carbohydrates. That's a 280-calorie banana. The difference there is a 132-calorie difference that you might not be aware of because you think you're consuming a small banana that has only 19 grams of carbs each day. That adds up over time, and if that is happening with multiple food sources, you might not be in that calorie deficit that you need to be in in order to lose weight. I know it seems tedious and time-consuming to weigh every single little thing that you eat, but just remember that it's not forever. There's going to be a point in time where you're happy with your body composition and you can be more relaxed with your macronutrient estimates each day. But if you have a goal in mind and you really want to transform your body, you have to put in that effort to weigh your food. Accuracy matters. Just like you have to floss your teeth in order to avoid cavities. It has to be done. Nobody wants to do it, but it's necessary. Process goal number two, track everything that you consume. It's very easy to have a couple of almonds here, a few chips there, maybe a couple of likes when you're baking your kid's birthday cakes, but those all add up over time. So just remember that just because you aren't tracking those macronutrients of those items, that doesn't mean that your body isn't tracking those macronutrients Again, accuracy matters. Process goal number three, limiting how much you eat out to blank. I left the amount you should eat out blank because it's going to be subject to the person and honestly how serious you are with your fat loss goals. Only you can fill in the blank for yourself. I'm not asking anybody to be a hermit and not have a social life. But if you are going to eat out, you have to understand that there's going to be a trade-off, which is going to be slower results. Now you may be asking, but Kristen, the restaurant has the macronutrients online. That may be so but I can guarantee that the chef isn't weighing out your food like you do when you are the one preparing your meal. Just because the macros are available doesn't make the meal accurate. The macros for a stir fry, for example, may call for 100 grams of basmati rice, but the chef isn't weighing that. You may have 200 grams, maybe even closer to a 300 grams serving in front of you by the time the meal is prepared. I promise you, when you step on the scale the next day and it increases, it's not just going to be from the increased sodium. There is going to be a difference in what you estimated compared to what you actually consumed. Again, I'm all about enjoying your life and having that balance. That's why you have to be the one to fill in that blank for yourself. So you know what you need in order to maintain your lifestyle, have that flexibility, but not go too overboard so you can still maintain that level of accuracy you need for the rate of fat loss you expect for yourself. But if you are going to eat out, I really recommend that you try to limit it to once a week when you're dieting versus multiple times during the week. So those are the primary process goals that come to mind that I recommend mastering. There are, of course, several other process goals that you can look at implementing for yourself, which some of them have already been mentioned, such as drinking enough water during the day, spacing out your protein evenly with each meal, consuming enough fruits, vegetables, and fiber, getting blank amount of exercise each day. That's just to name a few, but I encourage you, take the time to list and map out some process goals for yourself and let go of that outcome goal a little bit. I promise you, if you take the time to focus on not only mastering, but loving the process, the outcome is the byproduct. The outcome is the reward. Remember that these are goals, meaning that mastering them isn't gonna happen overnight. There will be mistakes and slip ups along the way, and that's okay. So be kind to yourself and allow yourself time to grow, And get better at mastering these goals over time with that in mind you have to remember that the time it takes you to master your process goals is directly correlated with the rate of fat loss you will see so if it takes you longer to master these goals That's okay, but don't get upset when the scale isn't moving as quickly as you would like and think that there's something wrong with you. Instead of freaking out and looking for drastic measures to take in order to speed things up, focus your efforts on continued mastery of your process goals, and as you improve, the rate of fat loss will follow. All right, team, that about wraps up this week's episode. I really do hope that you guys found it helpful. If you did, please do me a huge favor. Be sure to share this episode. I love it when you guys tag me on Instagram, share that you have actually listened to this episode, tag me in it so that way I can give you a repost back. And as well, too, if you haven't left a review yet, please head over to Apple Podcasts leave this podcast a review so that way we can help reach more people who might find this episode helpful as well thank you all again so much for listening i look forward to chatting with you all again next week but until then go out there strive for more be more and ignite your inner athlete